This is the Breaking Labels Podcast, and I'm Rosanna Gill. Each episode, we'll discuss labels that have confined the stories of my guests at one point or another and their journeys to thrive beyond them. Some labels are external, and others we put on ourselves as limiting beliefs. But regardless of where the label comes from, we're here to break it because we were meant for so much more. Welcome back to another episode of the Breaking Labels podcast. I'm Rosanna, and if this is your first time, welcome. If it is not your first time and you're a returning listener, thank you for being here. I am so appreciative that you have come for another episode. Um, But before getting into the episode... I wanted to share a couple things with you. So one is an update to let you know that for the month of May, I will be focusing on stories around mental illness and mental health, because if you are not aware, May is Mental Illness Awareness Month. So stay tuned. I'm really excited for the interviews and the conversations you're going to hear because, man, are they impactful. So that's what's coming in May. And I don't know if you... If you are listening to this the week that this comes out, it is a week before Mother's Day. Just a little plug, BreakingLabelStore.com has downloadable PDFs that would make great gifts for mother. And they're only $3.99. So if you're strapped for cash and you want something that's thoughtful and that you think would be inspiring to your mother, you can go to BreakingLabelStore.com, print off one of the PDFs that we have, and frame it. You can get a frame from CVS, Hobby Lobby, Michaels. You don't have to spend a lot of money for it to be a sweet, thoughtful gift. So just putting that out there. And the other thing that I wanted to talk about is True Supplements. So if you have not tried True Supplements, it is a line of vegan supplements. I personally am a huge fan of their protein powders because I love the texture of vegan protein. You are in for a treat because their flavors are delicious. Their banana maple muffin, fire. Their peanut butter banana, also fire. So good. And I'm super, super excited to try their pumpkin latte that they just came out with. Like vanilla pumpkin latte. Hello. Who knows? Who knew that it didn't have to be fall for me to be basic and still love pumpkin? So I'm about to rock that going into the summer. So there is a link in the show notes to um, go to True Supplements website, check out their product. And if you use the code breaking labels, you get 15% off of your order. So go over there and check out True Supplements using the link in the show notes. And if you have not already, please stop what you're doing and write a written review. If you enjoy the podcast, if this is your first time, listen to the podcast, see if you like it first. All right. Don't go writing a written review if you've never listened to podcasts and you have no idea what this is about because you may not like it. That's fine. It happens. But if you enjoy the podcast, I would really appreciate if you leave a written review. If you stay tuned till the end, I will actually read a written review that a lovely, lovely listener left. And that is going to be a new practice of just shouting out people who take the time out of their day to leave their thoughts about the podcast, because I cannot tell you how much I appreciate it. All right, with that, let's get into the episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to an episode or another episode of the Breaking Labels podcast. So if you are watching on YouTube, this is going to be one of the first times I'm actually recording with the intention of putting this on YouTube, Uh, but it felt very appropriate because I'm doing something a little different 
typically my format is that I do interviews and once in a while I might do a solo cast. And today is going to be a solo cast and it's going to be the kickoff to um, book reviews, regular book reviews that I'll be doing, or maybe not so much a review as just the thoughts and feelings that I've been thinking about the book that I'm reading. And the one that I felt this incredible urge to share with the podcast audience, with anybody who happens to find this on YouTube, is Rhonda Burns' The Magic. I bet you thought I was about to say The Secret, which is also a great book. But I really, really am excited to talk about this because if you don't know, The Magic is a book about gratitude. And I never, ever would have picked up a book about gratitude because I kind of get a little annoyed when I see people doing like the gratitude challenges on Instagram or Facebook and not annoyed at them, but annoyed at the thought of it. Like, well, I don't need to do a gratitude challenge because I know that I am blessed. If I wanted to get real Southern on it, I would say, I know I am too blessed to be stressed. And in as general rule, I'm a pretty grateful person. I say, thank you. I do stuff that's nice for other people. Ergo, I'm grateful. No, no, ma'am. No, sir. Mm-mm. Nope. Mm -mm. Didn't realize how ungrateful I was till I read this. And I'm not saying read this so that you'll feel ashamed of not being grateful. That is not what I'm trying to say here. I'm saying you should read this if you feel any kind of a way about any situation in your life. And there is a part of you that says, there's got to be a better way. Or I don't like the direction that this is going. How do I change it? Okay. That applies to a lot of things that that applies to family relationships that applies to relationships like romantic relationships, friendships, monies. Yeah, honey, we talking some money on here because you better believe that I actually got a check I was not expecting while reading this. I don't think that was a coincidence. And I know there are going to be some pessimists who listen to this podcast or watch this and be like, "Uh -uh. what can 28 days of gratitude do for you? Well, I'm glad you asked, but didn't ask because it can do a lot. So let's start off with, I mean, again, the basic premise is, you know, everything stems from gratitude. And what really struck me was, again, coming from the perspective of somebody who's just like, I don't need to do a challenge to be grateful. Like, I get it. I'm grateful. The beauty of this book is it puts into a spotlight all the amazing things that happen in our lives every single day that we completely bypass because we're so focused on what's not going right. And we're so focused on what could be better. And yet we completely forget the miracle of breath, the miracle of if you are able to walking from point A to point B, the miracle that you're still breathing, you're alive, you're here. And I, I, I understand waking up and feeling like that is not a blessing because I've had those days too. I have been in situations where waking up really wasn't so comforting because I was waking up to a whole lot of problems that I still didn't know how to solve and I didn't know a way out of. So if that is you right now, I get you, boo. I get you because I've been there. And I still think you need to read this book. Not think. I know you need to read this book. Actually, if that's your situation, you really need to read this book. But I went into this because my coach, I have a coach, um, suggested it. And 
Thank God she didn't tell me what it was about because if she had told me, hey, you should read this book. It's about gratitude. I would have been like, "Mm -hmm, okay. So back to talking about business and growing a business and growing a podcast. Mm -hmm. I don't know what gratitude is going to do for me, but I do need some strategy. I do need some skill set. I need you to point me in the way of some modules. Mm -hmm. But when she suggested it, she'd already recommended another book that I read that I really enjoyed. So I didn't question it. I was like, all right. Girl, whatever you tell me, I'm doing because I'm in learning mode because if I am nothing else, I am a teacher's daughter and I do take direction. So she told me to read it, got on my Amazons, ordered it, had it in two days. Here's the thing. This is not a book that you just passively read. When you read this book, you also are going to do the practices, the gratitude practices for 28 days. Now, Rhonda had me at 28 days because that happens to be my favorite number. One of my favorite numbers because it's the day I was born. I was born on the 28th. So I was like, all right, Rhonda, you're right. 28 is magical in itself. So let's do this 28 day challenge. Something you should know about me. I don't usually like to do anything exactly by the book. I might like you to give me direction. But part of the reason I like you to give me direction is so I can figure out a way that I cannot do exactly what you tell me to do. Because I probably might figure out a better way to do it. Spoiler alert. That doesn't work. I don't know why at 34, I have not figured out that not following directions all the way doesn't usually reap me the benefits that I want. But I still persist. Stubborn, stubborn person that I am, I still persist. But this, I can say with all honesty and pride, I have done every single day. Every single exercise. And there was one day where, because I like to do it early in the morning. That's my jam. I'm early morning person. That's when I feel quiet. Usually that's when the panic of the day, the anxiety of the day hasn't quite set in. Not always. Because sometimes I look at my phone and then all that stuff comes rushing in. But so mornings are my jam. But there was a morning where I didn't get through the entire practice. But you best believe I pulled over later in the day in the midst of my, because it was a Sunday, I was doing my Sunday errands, getting groceries, running all the errands, prepping for the week. And I still pulled over into a parking lot and I did the rest of my exercise because I could feel a difference from day one. And there aren't many things that I feel a difference on on day one. This you will. Now, let's talk about a little prosperity because I just feel compelled to tell you. So first things first, before the book, before I started reading the book, I went on a trip to Miami to see a friend and I spent some money on a dress that I have never in my life spent money on. Like it was, I'm not even going to say how much it was. It was a lot of money for me at the time. Seemed like it was. And I remember I've already been in this mode of attraction, manifestation, learning, like how to let go, let go of blocks, all that. Been in that zone. So I should preface it by saying that. But I spent the money on the dress and I thought, that's okay. I can make that in a week. No problem. And that's pretty much the last I thought about it. Start reading this book. I go get my mail one day. Now I don't remember at what point, but I'm pretty sure it was like in the first seven days of reading it. I have a check. I'll be honest with you. I still don't quite know what the check is for. It was like something about profit share or something. I don't, I really don't know. But I do know that the amount was for that dress, for some sunglasses I bought in Miami, and then a little extra 
Now you could say, okay, that check was coming. It was coming regardless of whether or not you were reading the book. You might be right. But that amount, that amount to me, I was like, okay, magic. I see you. All right. I'm open. I'm listening. I like this. This is fun. Keep going. I'm keep doing my morning journaling, morning gratitude practices. And it's funny because last week when I had another session with my coach, my very, very, very wise coach, she was asking me about the podcast and downloads and all that sort of thing. And instead of responding in gratitude, like I had been journaling every morning, like I am grateful for every single download. I am grateful for every single review, you know, all that. I'm just believing it, believing it. Dang it, the first thing out of my mouth wasn't, well, it jumped up in numbers and then it went down and, you know, and I don't really have many, like it was not any gratitude. And she was like, hold up. And I was, and she knew how to finish. I was like, none of that was grateful. None of that was grateful for any of the wonderful things that have happened. None of it. Why was the first thing out of my mouth, all the things that could be better? And it made me realize how much I have done that throughout my life. Like somebody asked, how you doing? I'm good. Or I'm hanging in there. Not I'm great. I'm great because I'm alive. I'm great because there are so many reasons that I could not be where I am. And yet still I stand yet here I am. Why is that not the response? To the point where, and this is something, this is like some raw honesty here, to the point where I would almost rather say, you know, like, I'm good because I don't want them to feel like everything's great. I don't want them to think everything's perfect because it's not. So I don't want to say everything's great. I want you to know I'm dealing with some ish too. What does that do? What does that do? Does that reduce the ish that I am dealing with? No. Does it connect me with a person maybe but do we really want to connect on all the things that are not right in our lives sometimes we do sometimes we do like to do that guilty guilty right here definitely do that man have I gotten deep in those conversations about everything that's wrong and yet went into this being like I'm grateful I don't need to work on it I was so wrong now the impetus for me actually recording this is something that happened today because I have been feeling like I'm getting through some stuff. I'm working through some stuff. I'm making progress. And I don't need to get into why or the how, but I know I am. I know I'm getting to a different place for myself. But this morning, I was doing some online shopping because Old Navy sent me an email that said, we got some $3 tanks. Well, your girl loves some $3 anything. But I wanted to make sure, like, I was checking on the fabric to see what fabrics it's made with because I don't want one of those tanks that, like, looks loosey-goosey ugly by, like, 10 o'clock if you put it on at eight. I hate that pet peeve. Why do they make those? Like, ooh, the perfect tea, but it looks messy and sloppy in two hours. No, thank you. I don't care if it costs $3. I don't want that because I don't want to look like I paid $3. I want to look chic. I want to look fabulous. So I'm on the Old Navy website. Doot, doot, doot. And I'm looking at these teas. Okay, that's a good that's a good uh, fabric combination. That's going to hold well. I'm going to be feeling good in that. All right, we'll get some $3 teas. So I'm do, 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 ordering. And you know, if you scroll down sometimes, if you're on your phone and they'll have like all these recommendations for all the other stuff you could buy. Usually that stuff is not as deeply discounted as whatever you're looking at. Nonetheless, I came across some masks. Yes, because in the time of COVID, what would excite me more than some really pretty masks, but they're the ones like the active ones so they can breathe a little bit more. And I'm going to New Orleans in two weekends. 
and I got some outfits planned. I did not have masks to match. Now you want to talk about some first world problems. I ain't out here complaining about the fact that I didn't have masks to match. Okay. I know. I get it. But I saw these masks. There's a set of three. I liked them. I really wanted them. But I was not trying to pay for shipping. And all the shirts that I ordered, like I could pick them up at an old Navy, not too far from me. So I was like, well, let me put the mask in and see if I can pick those up. No, not at this location. I tried like four other locations. Long story, no longer short. The masks were not coming. Like I was going to have to pay $7 in shipping for $12 worth of mask. I was like, well, that that's silly. I ain't doing that. The mask just ain't meant to be. I'm sure I can find something that match or relatively whatever. No big deal. I just, and I was like, oh, well, it is what it is. Now, something I have been working on and constantly telling myself throughout this 28 days of gratitude is nothing happens to me. Everything happens for me. Okay. So I put my little order in so that I can go pick it up at my designated Old Navy in a couple hours. And I don't know, right? Maybe 30, 45 minutes later, I get a little email. We're sorry. One of the items is not available. Hmm, Okay. So I'll go on and it says, but... If you use this code, we're sorry for the inconvenience, so we'll ship it to you and you don't have to pay for shipping because we made a boo-boo and told you it was available when it wasn't. And I was like, oh, that's a bummer. And then I realized, oh, wait, 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 wait. Old Navy's picking up the shipping. They already shipping me that $3 tank top. Maybe they'll ship me some masks too. So I was like, let me just put this in the cart and see what happens. Put it in the cart, no shipping. So I get my tank and I get my mask that I wanted without having to pay the shipping. Now, look, I get it. You might be thinking, it is a cloth mask. Why on earth would you getting free shipping on some cloth masks make you want to talk about an entire book for an episode of your podcast? Well, my friends, and I'm going to butcher it because I don't know the verse verbatim, but there is a verse in the Bible that says something to the effect of, if you see birds flying, They're not worrying about what's going to happen in the winter. If God can take care of a bird, God can take care of a plant. I'm really butchering this. I promise you. Don't you think he can take care of your needs? Did I need these masks? No, I could have done just fine without them. But the point is, and what I was so overwhelmed with as I'm looking and thinking about how this all played out is if me speaking a desire into the ether, into the world, and letting it go could result in me getting masks or a check that I didn't expect, what more could be there for me? What more could be there for me for being grateful for what I already have? If something that minor could happen, what major things could happen? And it got me thinking because I'm like, okay, what did I do? What did I do to manifest that? I was grateful for the shirts that I could get and I didn't think anything else of it. What if it could be that simple all the time? What if, if you desire something so deeply, you just didn't worry about it? You said, I love this. I want this. I want this relationship to be healed. And then you just went about your business with the thought, it'll be healed. And you don't give it another thought because how many times do we say, I want this, I want this, I want this. And then that's all we think about. And then we think about how much we don't have it and why we don't have it. And where is it? And why isn't it here? And if I want it so bad, it must be here. And it don't come. Maybe the secret of the magic 
is just to know it's there and it's coming when you least expect it and for things that you don't expect. So for me, that was a sign of something so much greater to come, a possibility that I just hadn't been open to. And I hadn't really, well, that's not true. I'd heard this, right? And again, all these podcasts I've been listening to, because as much as I have a podcast, I'm an avid listener. And I just couldn't quite get that concept of, well, I want something. Don't I need to tell the universe that I want it all the time and remind it all the time because I don't want them to forget that I really, really want it. I really, really need it. You know, just, just in case, because I know the universe is busy. God's busy. Like got lots of people to help. So I need to just make sure I'm like putting in my, kind of like you're putting in like throwing coins into a wishing fountain. Throw an extra one. Okay. Yeah. Let me throw a quarter in to throw the whole bag in like what do i need to do to get this when's it coming what if you threw it you threw a penny shoot you threw a fake penny don't don't be out here with counterfeit money i mean like a toy penny or something i don't know but just throw something in i want it it's coming i want my mask without shipping it's coming it came i want the money that i just spent on this dress and actually i didn't even ask for then some i just said i can make it in a week and I had it in a week. Now, here's the beauty of this, because I come from a family. You want something, you work hard, you effort for it. And I'm not out here saying, don't, don't be doing work. I work a job. I have a, like, I'm putting in work, right? But the thought is that that doesn't mean that you have to hustle that much harder for it. That is an h- incredible concept for me. Now, one of the other blessings from reading this book is, was it yesterday? I believe it was yesterday. And the the challenge on top of your 10 gratitude, um, like you say a list of 10 things that you're grateful for every morning, right? But there's also challenges on top of that. And by challenges, I mean practices. And it was to choose something like you made a mistake or something that you didn't do right. And you have to write all the things that came from it that you were grateful for. So the lessons and like the example that she uses in that, that chapter is, you know, if you get a speeding ticket, you know, saying like, I'm grateful for the police officer for pulling me over. Cause I really wasn't paying attention to my speed and something bad could have happened. I'm grateful that we have police to do this. I'm grateful for what that was the example in the chapter. I struggled at first, not because I don't make mistakes. I do, but I couldn't quite figure out what felt right to talk about. Like what felt right to go through finding 10 things that I could be grateful for. And what I came up with was forgiveness for myself because I have been so in the back of my mind, sometimes in the front of it, thinking, why didn't I start my podcast sooner? If I had been unhappy at my job and known that I felt called to do something else, why did I wait so long? What was it? When there were things that I didn't enjoy and I knew I didn't want, why did I stay? So over the course of finding 10 things that I could be grateful for, I found forgiveness for myself. And I also remembered all of the amazing things that came from that job. All the amazing things that have come in my life by not starting the podcast sooner. 
that to me was worth more than that check. It's worth more than my, my, my no shipping cost mask to be able to move past that. And I think that's important for a lot of people because one thing that always struck me when I was a kid or in my twenties, when I would talk to people in their fifties and sixties who didn't like their life, they didn't like where they were or typically where they weren't in life. And I was always just so taken with the regret. My life could have been this. It should have been this. And maybe they had a particular person they could blame. Maybe they had a particular event they could blame. But the thing that was always consistent was the weight of sadness and disappointment in their voices. I heard a lot of different tones. I heard a lot of different accents over the years. But that weight was universal. And I used to always say, I'm not going to be that. I'm not going to be one of those people who regrets where they are, who didn't take chances, who, who's pissed at where they are in life. Fast forward 12 years, and I'm wondering how 12 years passed, and I stayed in something I didn't, in my heart, think I was meant to do forever. Wondering that, thinking about that, giving energy to that doesn't change anything that happened. But what is more scary than that is living in regret and wondering those things is doing nothing but hindering where I am going. Now, here's the thing. If you hear this, you're probably thinking, God, it must have been such an awful job. It must have been such an awful 12 years. But the beauty of this book and that exercise for that day, that gratitude practice was I got to see all the beautiful things that came from 12 years that none of it was wasted, that I grew, that the people I met and got to work with were truly blessings in my life. And I was, by the end of that practice, in awe of how much I did get from 12 years and a little amazed that I had spent any energy at all wondering if I shoulda, coulda, woulda, because it just doesn't matter. And I hope that somebody who is going through that right now hears this and reads this book because it could save you so much time and energy that you just don't need to be spending on that. What are you holding on to? What relationship do you regret not getting out of sooner? What job did you not leave when you felt a gnawing, a tug that you could be doing something different. Forget even should be, that you could be. What thing have you done in your life that haunts you, truly haunts you? There are so many things, so many lessons that I got out of this book. And I really, truly cannot encourage everybody enough to read it and not just read it, actually do the gratitude practices. I am telling you, without a shadow of doubt, something in your life will change for the better. Commit to the process, commit to yourself, and I promise you in 28 days, 
something magical is going to happen. Whether it's a relationship being restored, whether it's a relationship being healed, whether it's financial abundance, whether it's you forgiving yourself for what has happened that you cannot change. Read it, love it, and let me know. I can't wait to hear from you in 28 days. Hi, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I am so looking forward to discussing other books with you. If you have already read The Magic, please feel free to reach out to me on Facebook, on Instagram, comment. I'd love to hear from you and what you got from it. Uh, I did also want to update you on that Bible verse that I butchered. It is Matthew 6, 26, and it goes, Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? I just wanted to correct that because I really butchered that. So in case you are wondering which Bible verse that was from, that I was reminded by, that is it. If you enjoyed this podcast, I hope that you leave a written review if you have not already. I really appreciate it. I'm going to read a review from Religion, Freedom, and Happiness. This is an awesome podcast held by an awesome woman. This podcast has so much meaning and just goes over what everyday life people go through that some people may either not know happens or have went through it and can then use this sort of as a guideline for help on this certain situation. Thank you, Religion, Freedom, and Happiness. I appreciate that. And if you want to write a review and get a public shout out on the podcast, please do so on iTunes. I really, really appreciate it. And I just love hearing from you and what you think of the podcast. So with that, I will see you next week.